This is Real Presence Live, where the devil is dumb, Christ is king, and the Catholic faith is taking the place of secular living as the lifestyle of choice. Indeed, the devil is dumb and much worse than that. (laughs) Father James Gross and Father Jason Leffer welcoming you back to Real Presence Live as we are about to talk about one of the newly beatified saints uh, from the Americas, Blessed Solanus Casey. In order to do that, we have Dan Tracy with us on the phone. Welcome, Dan, to Real Presence Live. Thank you, Fathers, for having me this morning. Now, we understand that you are a seminarian who is studying for the great uh, Diocese of Superior there in northwestern Wisconsin. Can you tell us uh, where you are studying and what level you are in in your studies? Sure. I just finished my t- first two years of seminary, so I um, had a few degrees before seminary, and so entered the, the, what's called pre-theology um, and just finished uh, two years of that. And then I'll be entering uh, Theology one here, uh, getting back into studies in just under a month possibly the class of 2024, if my math is correct? I think 23. Uh, but ah. thinking, <laughs> oh, that's right, yes, because we're in 19 now. So L- Let's hope yes. Father Gross yeah. is not being prophetic on that one. No, no, it's... <laughs> <laughs> Not yeah. my intention at all. It's uh, it, actually it's up to someone way above our pay grade in terms Indeed. of what the Amen. time frame is. Very good. Well, um, we remember that it's going to be a couple of years ago this past fall that uh, Solanus Casey was beatified in Detroit. Um, uh, why is it that uh, folks in Wisconsin, and particularly in the Diocese of Superior, have a, a special attachment to this uh, wonderful saint? Yeah, I mean, it's a great story. I think that a lot of people, I think, in the U.S. and and elsewhere recognize that he was uh, most well-known for his time in Detroit. Started a soup kitchen during the Great Depression, which is still active, um, and really did a lot of his ministry there at at the monastery, um, at St. Bonaventure's uh, Monastery in Detroit. But actually, the first, really the first, uh, for the majority of the first 30 years of his life, he lived in Wisconsin. Um, So he was born in Wisconsin, um, did a lot of his early work in Wisconsin, um, and then actually did some of his Capuchin formation um, in Wisconsin. He was also a diocesan seminarian, uh, which is the main reason that I got interested in him. Um, but uh, yeah, so I mean, he you know he was he lived to be eighty six years old. Um, so really, yeah, really a third of his life, um, yeah, Dan, a third of his you, life was very much about you, Wisconsin. Could you focus in for us a little bit, just your personal sure. journey? How, like, what's your personal connection? Because yeah. the, the, they're telling us that you're like an expert on him. So <laughs> you don't become an expert. Well, so you fell in love with him in summer. What, what's the story about how you, how Father Casey chose you to be his friend? Sure. Yeah. So uh, I'm originally from the city of Superior. Uh, the Cathedral of Christ the King is my home parish. And uh, in high school, we, I believe we started having a parish prayer um, that included a mention of Venerable Solanus Casey. And so I remember praying that at Mass on Sundays. Um, but it wasn't until the summer before my uh, entering seminary, since it's 2017, uh, that I first, it, it just started to come up again um, in my mind, like, who is the Solanus Casey? But I didn't really act on it. And then my first day at the seminary, uh, I was loading my stuff uh, into my room, and I took an elevator ride up to the fifth floor where I live. And I was riding with our vice rector, and we got off the elevator, and I realized that there was a painting of Solanus Casey on the wall. And I said, is that Solanus Casey? And our vice rector uh, looked at me and said, yeah, he lived on this floor in the 1890s, and we're going to his beatification in November. And I was just stunned. I mean, I just I vividly remember it. <laughs> and uh, from that moment on, really, the next two months, because uh, we went to the beatification in November, 
I read everything I could, and uh, um, a relationship was formed. I really believe uh, a relationship with uh, with this man, Solana uh, Stacy, was formed. For those who are just tuning in to Real Presence Live today with Father Leffer and Father Gross, we are visiting with Dan Tracy, a seminarian from the Diocese of Superior, Wisconsin. And just to clarify, we're speaking about a, a recently beatified uh, man by the name of Solanus Casey. He was born Bernard Francis Casey, uh, born in 1870, died at the age of 86 in 1957. Solanus is spelled, for those listening who may have never heard this name before, S-O-L-A-N-U-S. And there is a fr- St. Francis Solanus, after whom Blessed Solanus Casey was named. Uh, someone who, as we say, spent a good amount of time in Detroit, as well as New York and Indiana, but has his roots in Wisconsin. So, so Dan, was, do you know which room was his in, on the seminary? <laughs> that, that, so it's funny, actually, when I moved in, um, our seminary had just completed a multi-million dollar renovation of the fifth floor, because no one had lived up there in about 70 years, um, because it had been condemned um, due to uh, there not being a fire engine uh, in Milwaukee that had a tall enough ladder. So so there is no uh, replica like of his room that's there, um, but we have a rough idea of kind of where he would have been positioned. Um, I think the, the records of where on the floor he would have uh, actually lived, those are probably... Um, gone to history, but... Okay, um, so now, yeah. you're, you're this, uh, this, you know, the, this... Uh, so, uh, expert on on Solanus Casey, and there's all kinds of little interesting things about him. Like one, I, I see here, like he was a lover of the violin. But w- what's something you could tell us about him that maybe people wouldn't know, or some kind of little tidbits that you could give us? Yeah, there are so many. Um, so here do I start? Uh, yeah, I mean, I think that his uh, what, one of the things that's that's beautiful to me uh, as I'm preparing for this talk next week. Um, what I've realized is is how um, much he sacrificed to uh, enter seminary. Um, he lived in Superior during really the what could be argued um, the greatest era of the city, um, the most booming um, uh, economically. He had a fantastic job. All his family lived with him, um, but he sacrificed so much um, to take that step um, to enter seminary. Um, but re- read about him. I mean, I could do uh, 24 hours of programming uh, just on the miracles attributed to him because um, he's, he was a miracle worker um, without a doubt. So, so obviously, the other thing, he, uh, yeah. obviously he was yeah. beatified. So what, what's sure. the miracle or miracles that are given credit for, for that to happen? Sure, yeah. So it was a woman from Panama. Uh, this happened, I believe, in 2011, um, Paula Medina Zarate. And she um, went to his tomb in Detroit. And um, when you go to the Solanus Casey Center, um, you, it, his tomb, it, it, his casket is above ground. Um, it's not open, it's a closed casket. And what you do is you have these little slips of paper and you write prayer intentions on them and then you put them on the casket. And so by the end of the day, there are all these small pieces of paper. It's a really beautiful image. And so she was doing that and she was kneeling by the casket and she had placed her, her pieces of paper on the casket. And then she heard, uh, she heard a voice say, what do you want me to do for you? Very much like our Lord in the Gospels. And uh, she prayed. uh, She prayed uh, for a healing of her skin condition. She had this genetic uh, skin condition that gave her kind of like scales uh, on her skin, so like kind of like an eczema type uh, skin condition. And in that moment, as she prayed for herself, uh, she felt a warm surge uh, through her body, which is typical of physical healings. Mm -hmm. And then she went to the bathroom, um, and the scales that were on her skin literally came off um, in the bathroom. Um, And so. Uh, yeah, so she had a very powerful physical healing that took place. 
And I will mention uh, the most powerful moment, for me anyways, I know for a lot of people that were there at the beatification mass, was when she processed in with the first-class relic during the mass. It was just beautiful, um, the way that uh, the way that uh, that took place yeah. in the liturgy. So, so that one, that's the one that's the one miracle attributed uh, and confirmed by the church. But there are thousands of others that uh, are sitting on that de- on the desk uh, on desks in Rome uh, waiting to be reviewed. So, and, and we're praying that as we um, you know that uh, as we are coming to the end of this segment here, unfortunately, time really flies. That uh, the ca- mm-hmm. the cause of his canonization may proceed apace, and that uh, that day will be coming. So the beatification was in 2017, uh, a large affair at Ford Field, the uh, football stadium there in Detroit. I also was thinking, as you were mentioning earlier, about the um, kind of the Wild West days of the late 1800s in Superior mm-hmm. as a shipbuilding and uh, you know freight uh, a city and and, and so Alanis Casey being there. Um, now, his feast day is coming up uh, next week, and under, we understand that you're going to be giving a presentation on that day about Blessed Solanus Casey. Can you give us a little preview of that? Sure. It'll be at the Cathedral of Christ the King in Superior um, in Crest Hall, which is the basement of the church. And uh, from 6 to 6.30, there will be a potluck uh, meal. We're calling it the Porter's Potluck. He was a porter, and that was his job at the, at the monastery. Then from 6.30 to 7.30, I'll be leading a talk and discussion. Um, I'll be presenting some of my research, some of my findings, um, and some stories. And then from 7.30 to 8, we're going to have a blessing with a relic uh, from the True Cross, um, uh, which is something that Stellanus himself did regularly um, during his life. And then there will be an opp- opportunity for veneration of a first-class relic of Solanus, which was gifted uh, to Bishop Powers and uh, the other bishops in the state of Wisconsin. Wonderful. And those who are in the Twin Ports area, we definitely encourage you to take in that event. Dan Tracy, thank you so much for being with us today. Blessings to you in your uh, continued uh, discernment and in your seminary studies. Thank you, Fathers. You're very welcome. We also are. Um, uh, we also are. We do well to be reminded of uh, Blessed Solanus Casey and to turn to him to ask for his intercession as well.